As always, I'm your host, Ramiz. I'm joined by my co-host, Dylan. How's it going, Ramiz? Oh, yeah, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. good. We still live together? We still live together. Well, We've made it two weeks now? Three? Three? Something two? like that. Something like that. Well, there's a few more to go. A few more to go. <laughs> <laughs> Make it sound like such a chore. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, we're back for a weekly episode. We're not doing quite the same as what we usually do. We're doing a bit of a different kind of roundup because obviously it is All-Star Weekend coming up in a few days. So we're going to be talking a lot about All-Stars and just kind of breaking down a little bit of the season so far. But there's some other news we should get to first, so let's just jump straight into that. Uh, the first thing is Lloyd Pierce of the... Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks, that's yes, right. very good. I was thinking <laughs> Pacers because that's Nate, Nate McMillan. Nate yeah. 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 Of the Atlanta Hawks has been fired, and assistant coach Nate McMillan, who was head coach of the Indiana Pacers, uh, has taken over. What do you think of this? Um... Well, from all the reports that I've heard, it seems like the players wanted Pierce out anyway. Yeah. So I guess that's a good thing, f- just for the locker room in I general. Guess. I, you know, no. Lloyd Pierce was a fine coach, but it doesn't. It didn't seem like he was, you know, really elevating them in any sort of way. They've no. had a bit of a disappointing season, but they've had a bunch of injuries and stuff. So yeah, I don't see it as Lloyd Pierce's fault. Yeah, but I don't know if the players don't like him. I guess that's reason enough. Surely it seemed like all of the yeah. players were happy to see him go. Yeah, I mean, if the players want to see him go, the players want to see him go. That's important. But, like, yeah. I don't know. This feels like a bit of a scapegoat move by the front office. I would imagine so. They didn't make... Like, we like their signings in the offseason. Their signings looked all right in the offseason, but they didn't turn out great. No. In that, you know, Gallinari hasn't played a lot of games. I don't know what Chris... Has Chris Dunn done much this season? I think he might have an injury, but I'm not 100% I sure. I really like the Chris Dunn signing, actually. Mm. Rajon Rondo's not doing anything in the uh, regular season either. Again, I can't even think if he's played... Uh, he's definitely played, but yeah, he hasn't done much. I haven't even seen him in a horse uniform, I, I swear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like some of those big signings, I think it's more the front office's fault, really. Yeah, and we might see that come off-season time. Maybe the GM gets the gets the go. The boot, yeah. Yeah, he's been there for a while now. And you know, obviously, they've been sort of the same team for the last couple of years. So mm. maybe he's next to fall, but... Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I like the I like the Nate McMillan's I like their, Nate McMillan. their assistant. Yeah. I mean, I hated the fact that he got fired from. Oh yeah, I was about to say. Like, I feel like he should still have the Pacers job. Yeah. So I, I don't know. We could see him turn the Hawks around a little bit. Hopefully, if they get healthy at the Maybe. right time. Because yeah. I feel like yeah, Nate McMillan's a very good coach. Because the Pacers haven't been great recently either. Mm. I think they've got a losing record now. Yeah, I think so too. I think they're seventeen or eighteen. I think like fifteen and seventeen or something like that. Oh, they're that far down. I think okay. so. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So. I'm. Optimistic that he can help turn them around. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Lloyd Pierce, I don't know. Yeah, I think he needed a better shot. But maybe, yeah. I don't know. What kind of a coach is he? Is he a rebuilding coach? Is he a contending coach? Is I, he somewhere in the middle? I think he's a rebuilding coach, for sure. Mm. I don't think... I think Nate McMillan is a get-you-to-the-playoffs coach. So right. that's something, at least. The issue is there's not a whole lot of get-you-to-a-championship coaches in the league. No, especially uh, not probably up for grabs. A hand. Yeah, yeah, and they've all been signed. So, yep. I mean, it's a start. We're not expecting the Hawks to come in and win the championship. This season, no, next season. But no. the playoffs is the minimum goal for this team. Yeah, get, for sure. I get you to the playoffs, coach, is what you need. Yep. And maybe another nice rebuilding team will get a, and we'll get Lloyd Pierce. Yeah, that could be interesting. Did we have another coach firing recently? Maybe Lloyd. Uh, Ryan Saunders. Yeah, I mean. We talked about that last week. Though. That's right, yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, he's, that, he's a. They've already. What kind of a coach is Ryan Saunders? He is a 
Oh, I guess him. Coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because um, he doesn't seem like a rebuilding coach. I don't know. I He's like definitely not a, I'll get you to the playoffs coach. I feel like he could be a good assistant now that he's had head coaching yeah. experience. I don't know if he'll be a head coach. I always find it weird seeing head coaches end up in assistant roles. Yeah, it's sort of weird looking back at like, like Tom Thibodeau was an assistant for the Celtics the year they won the championship. Really? Yeah, like that's sort of weird to see. Yeah. And like even looking at like Team USA, like all the the stacked coaching yeah. like staff that they have is just like one head coach. Yeah, it's but like I even see like uh, Jason Kidd as an assistant now. I'm like, yeah. he's a head coach, right? Yeah, that is strange. And Mike D'Antoni is the weirdest one to me. That is strange, isn't it? Yeah. I forgot about that. There was another one. I think... Um, he's an assistant to a first-time coach. Yeah. Who was the other assistant? On the Lakers. Didn't they have another assistant that they was also did. head coach? They did. It was because it was Vogel and then two assistants. So everyone joked that like if Vogel got the cut, like his assistant was gonna be assistants were going to be like rooting for him was to get cut. Was it Pelicans? Was it Gentry? That sounds right, but maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. But um yeah, for the Hawks. Bit bit tough. Because he just had a kid as well, like two weeks oh, ago. Yeah. So that sucks. But um They get they get a lot of money. The coaches get like a cut. Yeah, couple mil, I think. Coaches get paid, but tough to be out of the job. But um, spend time with his kid. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's the right move, or I don't think it's the reason they're bad, but I don't think it's the wrong move. It's either. a move. It's a move. It's yeah. a sideways move. And sometimes you need that. Yeah. It's a sideways move. I like that actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a step to the side. We're just yeah. changing tracks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we also have some Joakim Noah news. So Joakim Noah is. Essentially retired from basketball. I mean... I think he officially retired. He officially retired, but he yeah. was kind of already retired. Yeah. I mean, he worked on trying to get a contract somewhere this season. Yeah. He played with the Clippers. I thought that was last season. Yeah, last season. That's right, right. Yeah, and I, I think he worked on trying to get a contract somewhere, but obviously it's not meant to be, and he's getting up there in age anyway, so... Yeah. Sending off a much-beloved player and joking. How old is he? 36 or something like that? Yeah, that's retirement that sounds, age. Yeah, that's but for a guy of Joakim Noah's caliber, that's retirement age. Because like, he was injuries really great. Yeah. 2014 Defensive Player of the Year, I'm yeah. sure. Like yep. fourth in MVP voting. Yeah, had an awesome year. Mm. Yeah. Um, and not just an awesome career with the Bulls. Very beloved player, very important player. So, yeah, sad to see him go. Number retirement? Um, no, probably not. I'm in favor of it. When was the last Bulls number retirement? Was it? I hope it's not Scotty Pippen. It? it might be Scotty Pippen. I think it was Pippen. Why don't you hope it's Pippen? That's so long ago. It's True. Like, it's like if the last one was Scotty Pippen, the next one isn't going to be Joakim Noah. True. Do you think Rose gets his number retired? He has to. Surely. Yeah. I it's like, have we seen a bull wear one since he left? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah, so maybe it's sort of unofficially already retired. Derek Rose will get his number retired. For sure. But yeah, Joakim Noah, probably not. Jimmy Butler, probably not. No. Pau Gasol, probably not. No. Uh, the wall dang, probably not. I think Patrick Williams is wearing nine anyway, so... They've like, already moved on. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe Dang wore eight, actually, but anyway. Um, yeah, I think Rose is next in line to get his number retired. Yeah. Actually, who's the next league-wide jersey retirement, do you reckon? No one. No. Who's closest to retirement that's going to get their jersey retired? By everyone. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. That's not what I meant. Yeah, who's, league-wide. So, like, league-wide, who's the next player to get their jersey retired is how I, that should have said. Well, that wait. Someone who's currently in the league or someone who's recently Someone who's about to retire, who their franchise is going to... Or a franchise they've played for is going to retire the number. Houston said they were going to retire 13 earlier. I think it was end of last week, maybe. 
So Who's 13? Harden. Oh, right, right. Well, yeah. that's not soon, though. That's not soon, but uh, an example. The Lakers are going to retire Pavis Are they? Yeah. They're what? very they're very selective about, oh, about mm, this. Nah, you can't do Pavis like that. You have to retire Pavis number. I guess, but wouldn't they have done it already? Well, no, because... Have, have they retired a number before the player retired from the league? I doubt it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure some teams have, but, like, it's, I find it unlikely. Because, also, there was always... There was the talks of Pau going back to LA. That is this year. true. That so, obviously, true. he's not going back. He signed with Barcelona. Yeah. Um, that was the other piece of news. That yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Pau signs with FC Barcelona. Um, Pau I think he gets his number retired. In terms of guys who are currently still in the league... Eh... Mm, I'm trying to think of really old Who's guys. old? Yeah. It's like, I think LeBron's like the old... He's up there. He's, he's actually up there. It's Chris Paul. Does he get a three up I anywhere? I think Chris Paul's got a couple more years in him. Mm, true. But do you think he gets a three up anywhere? He's not really been long enough with any of his teams. No. I, I don't guess think he does. If I had to pick one, it'd be the Hornets. Yeah. Slash Pelicans. I mean, he but even that's a bit weird because mm. it's the Pelicans now. He brought them a little bit into relevance, which I think you give him credit mm, for. Yeah. But like... That was so early in his career, and they didn't do a whole lot. And I don't know if the Clippers. I don't do think it. the Clippers. I think if do. the Clippers do, it'll be Blake. Yeah, like yeah, anyone, all their guys. Yeah, like um, the guy they drafted. Um, Melo. Oh, surely Melo gets a fifteen, and he'll get the Knicks and the Nuggets retired. I think Knicks would be interesting because it ended. Well, wait, no, he's not going to get Nuggets retired. He wears the same number as Jokic. Jokic wears fifteen. Oh, true. Yeah. Oh, that is a bit of That's conflict spicy, of interest. Yeah. <laughs> the two two of probably the four best nuggets of all time wear yeah, the same number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well I guess I guess the Knicks might happen. I think the Knicks will happen. I think I think they'll give him uh, they'll give him that. They'll give him seven. Yeah. Mm. Can't it's think of an, anyone else. Yeah, it's an interesting question. Look up the oldest guys in the league. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure LeBron was like fifth last year. He might be he might be fourth now. I don't know. He could even be third, depending on like what you consider Pau Gasol now. Um, uh, wait, is Melo the second oldest guy? Taj Gibson is number ten. No. no. Chris Paul, maybe. Maybe. PJ Tucker, no. No. Paul Millsap, no. No. Marc Gasol. Grizzlies. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I think Marc Gasol. Marc Gasol is probably a shoe. Yeah. Um, LeBron's at fifth. Yes. Yeah, but uh, later. Redick, no. Melo, seven with Knicks, probably. Yep. Iggy, Warriors, mm, maybe. I think they might do the whole the whole crew. Who's the whole crew? Iggy, Draymond, Clay, Steph, KD. Okay, yeah. Surely, maybe Bogut. Just, just Bogut was the one where I was like, mm, yeah. is he part of the whole? Oh, group? and uh, UD, who's the oldest, he's getting his. Oh, retirement. obviously, yes, yeah, for sure, obviously, UD. It's not even a question. Um, I don't know. I I don't know with the Warriors. I mean, I would think Iggy got the finals MVP. I think that's what gets him the retirement. If anything, yeah. Obviously, He's Steph, Clyde, Draymond, KD, no question. KD is interesting. Have they said they're going to do that already? Maybe. I think they. I think I remember reading that they might already be doing KD. Maybe. But yeah, Iggy's definitely the last guy on that list. But yeah, Bogut is not getting his number retired by the Warriors. <sighs> as sad as that is, yeah. but um. Bogut should get his number retired with the Cavs. Shout out David Lee. Shout out David Lee. <laughs> <laughs> no, he won't because the only reason they we have Draymond him. is because he got injured. <laughs> but also they traded him for... Was that part of KD? David Lee? Nah, didn't they cut David Lee? 
Oh, maybe. I thought they just waived him. Oh. But That's sad. <laughs> yeah. The Cavs should retire Bogut's number for the 30 seconds he played with them. Do you remember that? <laughs> I don't. When the... I think it was the 2018 season when the Cavs got the waiver wire, waiver wire reinforcements with like Darren Williams and oh, yeah. Andrew Bogut. And yeah. then Andrew Bogut set one screen and broke his leg and was out for the rest of the season. Oh, yeah, that's rough. E. <laughs> Is Darren Williams still in the league? No. He's been gone for ages. Really? Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense. I don't know why I thought he still was. It's like he might, that be, might have, he that, be floating around somewhere. That might have been his last year in the league, actually. Because he was so that bad. Makes sense. He yeah. was terrible. Was that with D Wade as well? No, that was. Was that the following year or the previous year? I swear he was part of the reinforcements with Isaiah Thomas as well. But Isaiah Thomas was part oh, of the Kyrie thing. Actually. Yeah, I think it was that year. Maybe. Yeah, but Wade left like 12 games in. Yeah, and we got traded back to the Heat. Yeah, for a 2024 second round pick with the most ridiculous protections on it you'll ever hear. So of. it's like. Just it's it's free. Go on. <laughs> they just helped it. Yeah, have it back. Yeah, which was good. <laughs> which was good. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> after that, <laughs> hmm. what was the start of that conversation? Right, joke him Noah. Right. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of bulls, uh, Jimmy Butler, mm. not a bull anymore, but was. Mm. Might get his number retired. Mm. No. <laughs> um, actually, do you want to tell me about this one? Yeah. So a report came out that. Jimmy Butler was approached to be the injury replacement for KD uh, for the All-Star game. But apparently he turned it down because Bam wasn't part of the All-Star game. Um, obviously, Bam didn't, obviously wasn't voted in and yep. he didn't make the uh, coaches' reserves. Mm. So, yeah, Jimmy's showing a bit of solidarity with his, his All-Star teammate. I respect it. I respect it, yeah. And obviously, Sabonis got the eventual nod. But, um, yeah, I think that just sort of shows what sort of teammate Jimmy is, but also how good Jimmy is because even yeah, after... They the went f- after him. Yeah, even after the 15 games he's played or something, the coaches still picked him. So. I mean, he's just so good this season. He's unreal, yeah. So. He and Bam have had, a tri- have had triple doubles in the same game twice this season. This season? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I thought it was their careers. Like, since okay, maybe it was their careers. Since he's been in Miami. I don't think it's this season. Okay, they might have done one this season. I was looking at some stuff about that, because, like, mm. uh, here's a stat. Uh, it's not Actually, I'm not doing my top three stats all week. I only have one stat for today, but here's one. Mason Plumley and another guy had a triple-double, both for the Pistons today. Mason today? Plum- yeah. Oh, who? Sadiq? Uh, <laughs> it wasn't Sadiq. It was someone even more random. I'm going to look this up. But Mason Plumley's had two triple-doubles this season. Yeah, he's <laughs> kind of been going nuts. I like, Mason, uh, I like him for Mason Plumley. I miss him. I miss him, but, man, yeah. I'm so happy for him. So, yeah, Mason Plumley and... Who are you? D. Smith. Oh, Dennis Smith Jr. Oh, Dennis Smith Jr. Shout out. D. S- wow, that's a bit sad. That's weird. We don't know who D. Smith is. But, <laughs> oh, no. I don't see him as like a D. Smith. He's Dennis Smith Jr. True. What uh, was his stat line? 10, 12, and 11. Wow. And then Mason Bumley had 14, 11, and 10. So, like, these are barely dribble doubles, but like... Hey, that's a triple double. They combined <laughs> for 24, 23, and 21. Like, 24 points, 23 rounds. Yeah, that's nuts. That <laughs> 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 they only just got 20 points. Yeah. Oh, well, well, good for Dennis Smith Jr. We had four triple-doubles today, and we'll hear about one of them later. Mm. Who's the fourth one? I did not realize this happened in the league today. There was one from someone in the Pelicans, I think, today. Um, Would it be Lonzo? No, it wasn't Lonzo. Yeah, I feel like I would have seen that. 
Okay, I don't know who it was, but there was a fourth triple double today. Apparently, actually, I saw this stat as well. Uh, we had four triple doubles today. The last time we saw four triple doubles on the same day was two weeks ago. The last time we saw it before then was thirty-three years ago. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's a crazy stat. Mm. Yeah, shout two weeks out. Ago, I feel like we remember. Oh, I forget who tweeted that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're hearing this, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> really big NBA insider that tweeted that, but I can't remember your name. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. So yeah, Jimmy Butler turning down an all-star spot. Yep. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I don't think he cares. He wouldn't have played anywhere. No. Yeah. He's already dogged all-star games Did before. Did he sit out of last year's yeah. all-star game? Yeah. Or maybe not last year, but one of the years. Yeah, he was just like, I don't know. He's like, I don't, yeah. don't want to deal with this. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, speaking of all-star, we also got our participants for all the other all-star weekend events announced. So let's get started with the three-point shootout first. Uh, so we have Devin Booker, Jalen Brown, Steph Curry, Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, and Jason Tatum as our six competitors. What all, the hell? All All-Stars. All All-Stars. How it should be for this entire weekend, but yes. apparently it's not. There's some interesting ones. There's some really strange yeah. They got so close. <laughs> it was like, yeah. Like, yeah. most of them are All-Stars. Almost all of them are All-Stars. Yeah. There's just a few. <laughs> a couple that are a little bit weird. It's but yeah, stacked. Stacked. Huge. Who's the worst shooter in there? Is it Mitchell? Tatum, maybe? Tatum or Mitchell? I don't know. I don't know the numbers off the top of my head. Mm. But, like, but like, none of them are bad. <laughs> in in your in your mind's eye. I've seen Tatum miss too many step back threes. So Tatum. <laughs> Fair. He can't, imagine if he stepped back every shot off the rack. Yeah, it's time for that. That'd be goat behavior. If they have like that super money ball, yeah. he actually stepped back for that. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Um, um, who you got your money on? Steph. I know he's not done particularly well in these so far. He's won one. He's won one. Wait, one or two? Only one. I thought he... Oh. He's gone in like four or five, I mm. think, but he's only won one. So he's not got the best record, but I believe in him this year. I think... I don't know. He's, he's the kind of guy who shoots volume, and he's going to have stamina. If this is at halftime, it's stamina a, a mm. little bit. I don't think it's at halftime. I think, Dung, if, I think Dung's at halftime. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I got Levine. You got Levine. He's talked about this. He wants to win this. He does He wants to win... To win both the dunk contest, which is obviously done, and the three-point contest. And then he's going to go on the skills challenge, baby. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the most important event of the... Hey, hey, I like the skills challenge. Mm, sure. <laughs> I, I think the three-points may be my favourite contest. Oh, for sure, for out sure. Of, out of the three. I don't know, the dunk Like, contest, the dunk contest is so up and down. Yeah. Obviously, there's the exception with the Levine-Gordon years. Yeah. But that's not that bad. It's a bit kind of I have of a late. theory with the dunk contest, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Okay, but, like, okay. um, yeah, so... Who do you think... So, is it two people make another first round or is it three usually? I think it's three. I think it's three, yeah. Yeah. Top three, Curry, Levine, Book, and then Levine gets it. I think Curry, Levine, Mitchell, and then Curry gets Mitchell. it. Mitchell. No, Mitchell's going to do like a James Harden performance. Do you remember the year that James Harden went in it? He scored like eight points. I do not remember that. Yeah, Mitchell's, a not, a, Mitchell's not like a, a catch and shoot or like a... Pick up. He's a rhythm three point shooter. Mm. He has to get himself in rhythm. So. I guess so. Yeah. I see him missing big time, but he could shut me up. Maybe he could shut Maybe. me up. He. I mean, he shut me up with the dunk contest. I never thought he'd win that. True, but that wasn't a great dunk contest. True. All right. So <laughs> my theory with the dunk contest, as as we get to that. So mm. obviously our three uh, participants are Anthony Simons, uh, Cassius Stanley, and Obi Toppin. Interesting trip trio. Mm. Um. My theory is that the dunk contest is good once every eight years-ish. Yeah. It's not even much of a theory, but, like, I'm thinking, like, Vince Carter, Kryptonite, I'd say is up there. Yeah, the Dwight Howard Kryptonite yeah. one. And then Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine. 
and we need to wait like another two or three years for another good one. Yeah, I I've, I feel like that makes sense. It goes through a bit of a lull, and then someone's like, "All right, I'm going to bring the dunk contest yeah, back." Yeah, I'm bringing the dunk contest back. And then they're back. like, "Okay, I've done that. I'm out." And then it gets bad, and then someone comes back and saves it. Yeah, um, that makes sense. I don't see any of these guys coming in and saving it, but then again, I don't know. I don't know. Cassius Stanley could could surprise some people. He had a high avert. Uh, he went to Duke and he recorded a higher vert than Zion. Really? Okay. Yeah. So he can get up. He's got the underdog status as well. For sure. I don't know. Who's the bigger underdog? <laughs> Kasha Stanley or Anthony Simons? Or Anthony Simons? Kasha Stanley, I'd say. I didn't even realize... I think they're all underdogs. <laughs> I didn't realize Anthony Simons could dunk like this, but I saw some like workout stuff. He's got he, he's got bunnies. He can get up there. Mm, okay. um, I'm excited to see what Obi Toppin does. He's a big dude. Yeah, but he, geez, he can jump. Yeah, like, and he can he can throw down some sick stuff. So I'm excited to see what he does. Yeah, I feel like expectations are on the floor this year. So oh, yeah. it's going to be real easy to meet expectations and hopefully beat expectations. Yeah, I feel like they found the only three guys in the league who wanted to do the dunk contest. Oh yeah, this year. yeah, yeah. It seems like <laughs> it seems like it. It's like there's so few guys. I don't know. I don't get why so few guys want to do the dunk contest. Like no one ever wants to do it. It's like mm. they're almost forced into it. I guess it's like. I don't know. We're kind of running out of dunks, aren't we? I feel like we are. We're kind of running out of dunks. It's like, obviously, Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine was creative. Mm. I'd say the last time it was really creative before then, JaVel McGee, do you remember his dunk contest? Didn't he dunk two balls? He dunked three balls into one hoop, and then he also dunked on two separate hoops at the same time, which I think is amazing, but <laughs> he did them both in the first round, so he didn't send a chance uh, in the second round. Nah, whack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When was... The- uh, and there was like 2012 there's a lot of free throw line stuff yeah. moment, which is like obviously very very impressive but like we've seen it I'm desensitised to it now mm, like we've yeah. seen the best of free throw line dunks as it stands with Zach Levine. yeah for sure was that 2015 he did the oh no it was 2016 against yeah. Aaron Gordon he did back to back oh that was nuts like through the legs or whatever yeah he did yeah. one through the legs and then was it one around the back yeah I think so yeah, yeah. nuts ridiculous yeah what I a- feel like <laughs> yeah in order, in order to bring the dunk contest back, you have to kill it for a few years after that. Yeah, I, I completely subscribe to that idea. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, all right. If you had to pick a winner, who, who you? I'm going Stanley. I haven't seen Stanley or Simon's dunk, and I don't think I've seen Obi Toppin dunk either. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> give me, give me, give me Stanley. Why not? Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm I'm with that. He's going to come from the J League bubble and do this too. I know, I know. So he's going to be like extra hyped, surely. He's is like, he, oh, i got to represent my G League boys. Is he or is he just going to be, like, tired? <laughs> <laughs> He's going from one bubble to, I'm assuming, the All-Stars kind Maybe, of a bubble? Like yeah. a semi-bubble? Like, you're going to have to test it a couple times? I don't know, but it's like, who are, who are these guys' boys? Like, Simon's representing just random guys in the league. Uh, Obi Toppin's representing the Rooks. And then Kesha Stanley's representing all of the G League. Give me the G League. Yeah, yeah give me the G League. G League show out. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and... The final uh, smaller event, obviously we'll talk about the Rising Stars in a bit, but we have the Skills Challenge. So, we have five All-Stars participating in Luka Doncic, Chris Paul, Julius Randle, Demata Sabonis, and Nikola Vucevic. And we also have Robert Covington. Here's why. I actually have heard about oh, this. Oh, okay. Um, it's because he's the only person in the league to have gone to a predominantly black college. And that's apparently a really big focus of the NBA during the All-Star Weekend. Okay. Like, a lot of the money from the All-Star Weekend is going to, like, predominantly black colleges. Right. And Robert Covington is the only guy in the league to have done that. Okay. So he's representing them. So it makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Because otherwise... There's a reason. Just, there's I'm a reason. <laughs> yes. There's at least a reason. Otherwise, it was just like, it's here's so your All-Stars. Weird. And Robert Covington. Shout out Robert Woo-hoo. Covington. <laughs> 
I feel like, I don't know, I just sort of felt like Dame was going to be lonely for the weekend. So he's just like, can I, yeah, can I bring my boy? Like, he's, yeah. not, he's good. <laughs> um, All right, so obviously this is the bigs and the smalls yeah, again. Yeah. I don't, so they probably won't be doing it in the, they usually do it in like a tournament bracket style mm. where it's four, eight guys, then it goes down to four, then it goes down to two and it's head to heads. Yeah. They can't do that this year. Mm. Maybe first round is based on time. So best time of the smalls. Including Robert Covington, which is weird. Yeah. And the best time of the bigs. And they, they'll they go after each other, I imagine. Yeah. Or maybe they run three consecutively. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know how this is going to work. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for the skills challenge. You're excited for the skills I challenge. I like the skills challenge. I'm excited that C- CP3's in it. I've, I feel like this is something he'd ignore at this point in his career. But yeah. the <laughs> fact that he's in it gives me hope that he's actually going to really try. Never won one. He's been in it four times. Yeah. I mean... That's something to add to his resume, yeah. I guess. Um, the greatest player never to win a skills challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> Maybe. Did MJ win a skills challenge? I don't think the skills challenge existed. I yeah. feel like the skills challenge is relatively new. I feel like he'd laugh at the skills challenge. Oh, for sure. He'd be like, what is this? Why would I do this? <laughs> what a joke. <laughs> was LeBron in a skills challenge? I don't think so. Okay. So, greatest player to participate in a skills challenge but never win one. Maybe just the greatest player to participate in a skill challenge. I don't know. I don't know who's been. In the, I don't know the history of the skill challenge. Wade won one in like his sophomore year. Or interesting. Something. Okay. Um, yeah. Interesting. Luca's gonna half-ass it. He won't care. Yeah. I feel Do like Randall. He, he might give this a bit. <laughs> I feel like Randall's gonna bust out some between the legs. I feel like this something. is honestly the bigs to lose at this point. I feel yeah. like one of the bigs is gonna win this. I I think Robert Covington will show up, but like mm. I don't think he's skilled enough. The passing is interesting. Mm. Um. Even just the making shots. He, I don't think he's a very good three-point shooter this yeah. year. Um, Give me a big. Give me a big. Which big, though? I'm mm. going I'm going, I'm going. going CP. If he's in this, he's in this to win this. Mm. Give me Vooch. Mm. Weird pick, I know. But, like, I believe in him for some reason. <laughs> he's not the last big I would have picked. Who's Sub- the last? Uh, Sabonis. Sabonis, really? He's too slow. Oh, I guess I guess Vooch is Vooch. pretty slow. <laughs> Vooch might be the worst pick. At least he can shoot better than Sabonis. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, but Sabonis is a better passer. Uh, I don't know. I feel like Randall's got it all. He's been doing it all season. Maybe Randall is the guy. Randall's the guy. Actually, yeah. No, out, you've out of the you've big, convinced me. Out Randall. of the bigs, Randall. Give me Randall. Yeah. Give me Randall over CP in the finals. Randall and Robert Covington and Randall wins. In the fi- Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, CP three and Randall in the finals. I could go either way. I'd love to see either of them win. But I just so like you do like the skills challenge. <laughs> maybe. <Yeah>. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you're convincing it's me. It's fun, you know? It's dumb fun. Yeah. Like it's like f- seeing them miss that pass or make that pass. Like, that's, that's yeah. the deal breaker the time, the Being the quickest is the exhilarating part about it. Yeah. Know? Yeah. But um, no, the pass is what really separates them. What separates the boys from the men yeah, in the skills the chat passing. is the passing. <laughs> you got to be on point. Because <laughs> oh, anyone could chuck up a three. We've seen guys like chuck up threes while they're trailing when they're behind. Yeah. But the only reason they're trailing is because of the pass. <laughs> you miss that first yeah. pass and you are struggling. Last year, skills challenge champion Bam Adebayo was hitting threes. He doesn't hit threes. He doesn't shoot them in the regular season. Exactly. Yeah. Got to get that pass in. Got to get that pass again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And now let's get to what I think, if it were running, would be the worst event. Yep. The Rising Stars Challenge. Yeah. I don't usually like the Rising Stars Challenge, but this one just isn't fair. So, obviously, like normal, it's Team USA versus Team World. I'll take you through Team USA first, because this is stacked. Uh, LaMelo Ball, Tyrese Halliburton, Anthony Edwards, 
Tyler Hero, DeAndre Hunter, Keldon Johnson, John Morant, Michael Porter Jr., Zion Williamson, and James Wiseman. V good. Yeah. Maybe maybe the most stacked Team USA team since I've been doing it. Oh, surely. Surely. Has to be up there. Yeah, for sure. And then Team World. E. Precious Chua, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Danny Avdia, RJ Barrett. Let's go. Facundo Campazzo. Weird to see him in the Rising Stars because he's 30. <laughs> Brendan Clark, Lou Dort, Rui Hachimura, Theo Maladon. Is it Theo? 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 I think it's Theo Maladon. Theo Maladon. And Michael Mulder, who you didn't know about, but I'm a Michael Mulder fan. I actually didn't know this person was an NBA player. That's how not stacked Team World is. (laughs) I didn't know this guy existed. Apparently, he plays for the Warriors. I'll take your word for it. He showed up in the preseason. (laughs) Great. Hey, he's he's an all right shooter. Give him a three-point contest. That's nice. (laughs) Um... It should be said they're not actually playing this game. No, no. Yeah, they just released... The that is probably the most wasteful one. At least the other guys... Mm. At least the other events, they're not touching each other. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It would <laughs> be a blood. This off. is weird, seeing the Team World so bad. Yeah, usually Team World's pretty good. Like, it's not necessarily always on par, mm. but, like, there's usually at least a few really interesting guys. Lou Dort is probably the best Team World player. I'd say RJ Barrett, but I love Or RJ Barrett, I love sure. Barrett. I One of the two, but like, it's kind of it. Denny Avdia, what the hell? He hasn't been that good. <laughs> but again, neither, then is, neither is Mulder or Maladon. I, I think that I think they were just looking for other guys. Yeah, I like. I actually like Maladon. I think he's. I think he's pretty good. But I think you're underrating Michael Mulder. <laughs> I might be because I've never heard of him. <laughs> what is Michael Mulder putting up? But like, it's just. Hey, man's averaging four points a game. Shout out. <laughs> that Michael Mulder. Yeah, what's the least amount of points being averaged on Team USA right now? I don't know. I, like I, my guess would be Hunter, maybe... Maladon? Maybe Hero. Oh, what's Hero putting up? I don't know. Here, I'll look up Hunter. But yeah, no, uh, Michael Mulder is averaging four points, one rebound, half an assist. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> DeAndre Hunter... Okay, no. Hero's putting up 16, that's more than I thought it was. Yeah, DeAndre Hunter's putting up 17. Oh, let's go, maybe. Maybe it's Edwards then, actually. What's what? Edwards putting up? Like, Isn't he putting up like 15 or something? Michael Boy Jr.'s putting up about 15. Oh, okay, but anyway. Kelvin yeah. Johnson? 14. Probably Kelvin Johnson. Probably Kelvin Johnson. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Strange. <laughs> Bloodbath. Bloodbath if it were to happen. It Luckily be, it isn't. It'd be a murder. I don't know, I like Campazzo's um, chances. Maybe he steers the ship for this young squad, being the veteran, the 30-year-old. I mean, he's the vet, he's the vet on the court. <laughs> yeah, maybe, oh. just, maybe he just does work. <laughs> maybe. He just goes in there, just crosses guys <laughs> up. He's like, you can't, hit, can't guard me. It's like a, it's like a, um, you know, an international game against Team USA. You know, yeah. one guy's always going to show up. Yeah, yeah. He's sure. the Paddy Mills of the Rising Stars. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> I don't know what's happened. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what what's happened in the last couple drafts? Is no. there guys missing from this list? Or I don't think so. I mean, off the top of my head, I honestly couldn't tell you, but... I don't think there is strange. anyone missing, really. Where's, like... Yeah, all the guys I'm going to think of are, like, third years now, so yeah. I guess that's why. Yeah. But still, bad. Very bad. <laughs> um, also, most of the guys on Team Water are from Canada. Interesting. It's like five of the... Mm. How many are there? Like ten? Yeah, we were talking about this. Yeah, um, five of the ten are from Canada. The come Olympics... Did I say we were in a group with Canada? 
Australia might be in a in a group with Canada, um, which is kind of scary. It's kind of scary because they got some play. They got they got they players. Can, they can feel like a full NBA team. They have a ten man rotation of NBA players, mm. assuming they all play. But you know, yeah, still up in the end. But yeah, all right. Uh, so we don't have any more news, but I do have a stat just because why not? Mm. Um, TJ McConnell, the first time in NBA history, a player had ten steals and didn't miss a shot. That's the whole stat. Yeah, he was eight for eight. He had pretty much the most perfect game you can imagine. He also had a triple double. Like there were so many different routes I could have gone with the stat, but ten steals, eight for eight. Did he have like sixteen assists too? Thirteen assists, sixteen points. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> mental. It was nuts. Like he was one off, one steal off tying the NBA record at eleven for most of the game. Yeah, mm. and then. He had like eight, was it eight or nine and a half? Eight in the first half, I think. Yeah. Which was a record, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was. Um, crazy game. Like, it was kind of like, I saw it uh, pop up on Bleacher Report at like halftime. Yeah. I was like kind of trying to like watch the game for the rest of the time. I was like, oh, come on, get it. Get 12. Yeah. Get 12. But anyway. No, I saw the notification pop up from the NBA app like at the end of the game. I really wish I had seen that earlier. Yeah. Then again, I was in the library, so maybe, maybe probably not. a better idea not to. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anyway, I, I don't know. I had it in my head like, how does this happen? I tried to break it down. I was I like, know. without even looking at it, I was like, surely it's against like the Sixers or something, or a team he's played on, where he just know like knows, knows the, the playbook, system, yeah. play, knows the playbook, and can just pick it apart. But no, it was just against the Cavs who were throwing uh, bad passes. Yeah, which makes sense. <laughs> who on the Cavs had the most turnovers? That's a question. That is a good question. I feel like it would have been Sexton, maybe. I mean, it has to be sure. He picked off a couple of Seti's passes or Chetty's. Jetty, Chetty, Jetty, Jetty. I'm pretty sure it's Jetty, yeah. Okay. Jedi. Jedi. Um, turnovers from the Cavs. Uh, Sexton had six. Jerome McGee had five. Oh, wow. Ooh. Ooh. That's a lot of turnovers. How many did they have for the game, the whole team? 25. E. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> I uh, guess that's what, 10 it, steals. It doesn't say points off, but like I'd imagine it's a lot. <laughs> then again, the Pacers only just won that game. 114, 111. Yeah, the pace is bad, so... Yeah, which is real weird. <laughs> mm, very strange. All right. Um, now, so we're not going to be doing any of our other kind of normal segments on no Baywatch. We, our plus minus, uh, we don't have a definitive result yet. We're recording this one a bit early. Yeah, our over-under. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, what we're going to do instead is we're going to just talk about our favorite three teams. Each of us are going to give our top three teams of the season so far. So, Dylan, do you want to start with... Do you, do you want to go three two one for you and then three two one for me, or go three three two two one one? We'll go we'll go three three two two one one. Okay. Do you, do you want me to start? Go for it, go for it. At number three, which might be a bit low if you've listened all season, I've got the Knicks. Just it does feel low for you. It does feel low, but I would have thought they'd be your number one. The other teams will make sense. Um, I don't know. They've been so good. They're five hundred. They are five hundred. They're five hundred for the four seat like yesterday. It's amazing. Are they still the four seat? I think they might be. I mean. Shout out Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Julius Randle, beloved by me all season. Yeah. Um, RJ Barrett, who I just said was my boy, uh, having a, a better year than last year, showing some more promise. Yeah. Um, who else? Fifth seed. Yeah, they're the fifth seed right now. Um, who else was there? Um, Emmanuel Quickly. Oh, shout Rook, out Quickly. Coming off the bench, doing work. One of my top guys from the... Uh, study at the start of the season as well. Yep. I think it was my fourth or something. Um, who else was there? Derek Rose still. Oh yeah, Derek Rose. Derek back Rose in the still being yeah. good. It's just a, it's just, it's a, just good a good time. Team. It's a good. Time. I never thought I'd like the Knicks. I love the Knicks. Yeah, <laughs> I actually love them. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I was 
I didn't have them like obviously I didn't have them as the fourth seed in our preseason predictions, but I was pretty I was pretty bullish on the Knicks. I wasn't in our predictions. I was like, yeah, this team's like kind of decent. Yeah. So and they've exceeded my already lofty expectations. Um, I think I had them as like the twelfth seed in the East, but you know, I probably <laughs> did as well. <laughs> but um, yeah, shout out the Knicks. Maybe maybe my favorite. Maybe my favorite team of the season, but I've yeah. got them at number three. I don't know how to explain it. My most beloved team, but not my favorite team, if that makes sense. Yeah. Actually, my number three is the same as your number one. So do you want to do your number two first? And then we'll go through mine. After. Okay. And we'll okay. kind of mix your one and my three together. Yeah, right. Okay. So number two, I've got the Suns, who we were both very also high makes on. Also makes sense. On. <laughs> who we were, yeah, we were both very high on to start the season. They're Right now, they're the second, uh, second seed in the West. Yeah. Second uh, seed in the league, technically. Technically, yeah. Um, they're just good. And they're like, good CP's been amazing. He hasn't dropped off a cliff like... Older point guards usually do. He's still been really, yeah. really, really, really important. I didn't think he'd be in all-star form this season. Mm. Um, book. Being book. Being on a winning team, which is just so good to so see. So nice. It's so good to see. Right. Um, Let's get Cat on a winning team and I'm good. I'm yeah, happy. I mean, that'll be the go. Um, Mikhail Bridges, who's like sneaky, one of my favorite players in the league. Yeah. He's awesome. I love that dude. He guards the best perimeter, def- uh, perimeter player every single game and like locks guys down. Yeah. And then... I still love DeAndre Hayden. I feel like he needs more shots. He does. He he works so hard. He cops so much abuse from CP and Book, <laughs> yeah. but he's he's out here. He's doing it, and, and he's playing with the big guys of the league. Like. Yeah, and um, Cameron Johns, Cameron Johnson also, who also I very nice. Yeah, I I hated that draft pick because they just reached so far to get him, but he's been worth it. He's looked like the eleventh pick in a draft. Where did where was he projected to go? Like late first round, like really, because yeah. he was a four-year senior, and like his only transferable skill at the time, like what people thought it was going to be, was shooting, which right. is obviously transferred, but he could do so much more. It's just run him through the metric. I'll run him through the metric later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just been it's been a very quality season, and then my number one, who I was just I just love seeing them fulfill my expectations. Yeah, uh, the Sixers, they're the best team in the East. One of the better teams in the league. Yeah. Maybe not record-wise, but I feel like... I mean, they're still up there record-wise. Are they still first in the East? Th- they're either first or second. They're still first. But Brooklyn's catching up. Yeah. But, like, Joel Embiid, MVP. Monster season so A far. beast. Put up 40 and 19 today yeah. against the Jazz. Weirdly not a stat. I looked at that yeah, a lot. A lot really? of guys have done it. Yeah. he's the, He's got... Uh, here's a stat. He's got more 40-10 games this season than the rest of the league combined. Really? He's okay. got five, the rest of the league has four. Really? Yeah. Okay, wow. So he's a great start. He's just eating guys alive. Ben Simmons, defensive juggernaut. Yeah. Also improved offensively, I'd say. He's finding his groove in that offense. Tobias Seth, Harris. Seth Curry, Tobias Harris. Oh, man. It's just been... Oh, Seth Curry talking about how the Mavs made a bad business. Yeah, bad businesses. They, they have. For they real. have, really. That was a bad, that's a bad trade right now. Um, we liked that trade at the time. Yeah, it'll be interesting if, if Tyrell Terry ends up being worth it because I think they're missing Seth Curry. The yeah. But um, just the, probably the, be- the best season they could hope for right now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've shocked me so much. Like, I hate the Sixers usually. I like yeah. them this season. I really do. I've hate Joel Embiid has been my least favorite player in the league for the past couple of years. But he's just shut me up. Like, I've always hated that he talks so much and doesn't back it up. He backs it up. Like, Boy, is he backing it he's up? He's backing it up. And I can't hate him for that. I just have to respect it. Yeah. And, yeah, they're just so good to watch. And they're so, so good. Like, it feels like every other night, Joel and me just drags them into a game. Yeah. And it just happens. Yeah. And they're your number three team? They're my number three team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, my number two team, I have to be biased, obviously. It's my team, the Nuggets. Um, 
Jokic also having an MVP caliber season. He's mm-hmm. doing kind of just what Joel Embiid's doing, but probably with a worse team around him. Yeah. Mildly yeah. worse, yeah. Yeah. He's he's at least not got as good of a second or third option. Yeah, for sure. Um so yeah, he's he's just dragging them into games himself. He's obviously had some really big performance in the last couple of days. I mean, actually, I saw a stat for this guy today. He had, let me pull it up because this was via Stathead on Twitter. Um, Nikola Jokic in the last two games has had seventy six points, twenty assists, twenty four rebounds, and shot seventy. Uh, sorry, sixty three percent from the field. Uh, first guy in thirty five seasons to do that in a two game span. Yeah, nuts, nuts. Just he he really is doing everything for them. I feel like. Early in the season, he was MVP talks. Yeah. Um, if they if they were a better seed, then he'd definitely be in the conversation. He's also fourth in the league in steals. What the hell? Steals per game. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. That's, that is a crazy stat. Yeah, and like I know a lot of people still think of him as a bad defender. He's really not. Like mm. he does obviously get beat by some of the you know better guys in the league. He gets eaten alive kind of by Giannis and guys like that. But like. The Nuggets played a really strong zone against Giannis, and like Jokic is part of that. Jokic still plays his role really well. Yeah. He finds his spots really well. He's just a bit slow. He's obviously yeah not the athletic type, but positionally he's in the right spots and he's got good good hands at the moment. Yeah, so. and one of the best defensive rebounders in the league, I would say. Yeah, just hard to move him out the way. So yeah, yeah, he's definitely improved a lot that end. Yeah, and obviously a lot of the other guys have been up and down, but you know we've seen Jamal Murray having a few good games recently. Um, Monte Morris seems really solid all the time. Michael mm. Boy, Mike Boy Jr. obviously has his moments. Everyone's kind of just having their moments. And, like, I think, much like last year, it'll come together a bit in the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. I feel like they're slowly ramping up, just like the sort of the Mavericks have. They're getting ready for the second half of the season. Yeah, and they've also had a lot of injuries this season. Yeah. They uh, Jermichael Green was great for them in, before he went down. He was shooting, like, 50% from three, which is amazing. Yeah, weirdly important. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, I think... I'm still on fire, Malone Drain, but he is sorting out the rotations a bit better. And it helps that we have guys like PJ Dozier back. And he's actually trusting Michael Boyd Jr. Some of the young guys like Zeke Nagy, um and RJ Hampton have been playing a role while a lot of other guys have been injured. RJ Hampton had one hell of a dunk the other day. Oh, yeah. Oh, big one. Big yeah. one. Zeke's been good. I've been surprised by how good Zeke is. Like, I thought he'd be a pretty NBA-ready guy just because he's sort of a, a big body, big yeah. rebounder. But he's, he's shown some shooting touch. Yeah. And uh, he's a big physical dude. I like him. He was my number three in the metric as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the metric's looking pretty good in terms yeah. of some of these guys. Yeah, so obviously I'm biased, but I think the notes have just been good to watch. Obviously, they're not great in terms of standings and seedings right now, but again, I think they're picking up recently. Like, yeah. if you take out the first couple weeks of the season, then they're, you know, very much in that conversation with the top. Yeah, pretty much know. that COVID stretch where they missed... Michael Boyd Jr. for 21 days because yeah. he went into COVID protocols and then he got COVID after coming out of COVID <laughs> protocols. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then my number t- number one team is actually the Warriors, mm. which I think is a weird one. Big disagree. Yeah. But Steph's just doing his thing. And like he's he's giving me that Steph season again. And yeah. I've missed this so much. For sure I've missed it. Um, it's like this is 2015 Steph again. And oh, it's such a treat. Yeah. Um, he's had some... Unbelievable games. He scored 60 twice this season? Yeah. Yeah, and 50... Oh, no, sorry. He scored 60 once, but he's had 10 threes twice. Yeah, and he's scored 50 a couple times. It's just... It's nuts. He's he's doing Steph things. And yeah, it's you're right. We've all missed it after he missed last season with that hand injury. But um, And even before then, you know, it was always like, it's the KD and Steph show. Yeah. Now it's the Steph show again. It's the Steph show again. Unfortunately, his team isn't as good, <laughs> which is why I don't like watching yeah. the Warriors. <laughs> I don't want to sit there and watch Andrew Wiggins and... Kelly Red Jr., but um, but <laughs> Draymond Green still has his fun moments. Yeah, Michael Mulder 
Who? <laughs> Nico Mannion? He's in the G League bubble. <laughs> is he? Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's been putting in work in the G League. <laughs> Nico Mannion has looked good. He's putting up like times, 25 yeah. and 5 in the yeah. G League, I feel like. It's like they're just, they're obviously a shadow of the team they used mm. to be, but Steph's just still doing his thing. And the Warriors are like, I think they're a ninth seed right now, but like it feels like they could jump up to like 5, 6 at any point. Yeah. I mean, it, it's worth watching just for Steph alone. So yeah. Definitely can't hate on this pick. He's... Sh- Scoring, I think he's shooting four point like seven or four point eight threes a game. Like he's making yeah. four point seven or four point eight a game, which is nuts. Yeah, I just kind of like want to see stats because I haven't looked. Is I think he's legitimately averaging like thirty, and like it just seems like nothing now. But it's absurd because he's he's putting up similar numbers to his uh, unanimous MVP season. I'm pretty yeah. sure he's at twenty nine point seven right now. He's making yeah four point eight threes a game, which yeah. is nuts. Uh, shooting. <laughs> 40, no, 41% from three. What's he shooting for the field? Uh, 47. Okay. Yeah. 50. And free through? Uh, he's shooting, where is it? 93. Yeah. So, obviously not quite the 50, 40, 90, but still. Very Similar close. numbers he's, to what his MVP season he's was. He's very close. Um, yeah, just unreal. Six assists a game, five boards a game, five and a half. Um, big, big numbers, not great team. So, yeah. Okay, maybe it's not that I like watching the Warriors. I just love watching Steph. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> I'm so excited for this three-point shootout as well. It's gonna, That's going to be fun. Yeah. I feel like... I feel like he has, like, a chip on his shoulder now, weirdly, because, like, he just hasn't been winning them, and he hasn't been around all that much. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. All right. Um, that's just about it for this episode, unless you had anything else you wanted to add. Um, no, I don't think so, but that marks the end of the first half of the season. More or less, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we're technically over halfway in terms of games played. Are we over halfway? Oh, we're we just, under? just at halfway. I think we're just under. Aren't we? What have most teams played? Give me give me some numbers. Um, Sort of around like that, like 36 mark, I Which think. Which is about half, yeah. Yeah, between 75 and 40, season. yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that's not the right page, but yeah, about halfway. Halfway less. through the season. Yep. So yeah, uh, next week we'll be bringing an episode where we're just kind of going to uh, follow up on our predictions from the start of the season. Yeah. And oh boy, are they wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I looked <laughs> through them. I have very, very few correct predictions, which I'm kind but of upset about. That would be fun. And then we'll sort <laughs> It'd of... It'd be fun to laugh at ourselves. Yeah. We'll recap where, we, where we're up to now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, if you haven't new this episode, please leave us a like on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe, hit that notification bell. Um, <laughs> you can check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave us a five-star rating or review. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at StatStuff, as I got it right this week. Uh, nice. You can follow us on Instagram at Stat underscore stuff. As you can email us at StatStuffers5 at gmail.com because the only emails I'm getting are from WordPress because I tried to make a WordPress website. was like, this is dumb. And then I <laughs> deleted it, but they're still telling me to activate my account. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that's everything. Thank you for joining us. Peace.